Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the best world athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on and time to get going. Hey guys, so welcome back to Wild and Basics. So today uh, we are talking about something really fun, branding. And I think branding is something that you can relate to pretty much anything I feel like. It could be personal brand, yourself. Uh, I think we brand ourselves in a certain way we don't even realize, I feel like. Our career, that could be another brand <laughs> essentially. And at the end of the day, that's also business, you know. Business is also something that... Um, branding is takes most of it like a lot of businesses actually are known because of their branding so i think it's something that we should talk about okay so before we get started on that here's a little update so this past weekend i did a vacation vacation i mean staycation similar thing staycation at upper west side uh it was for work like it wasn't just me uh, booking a trip so it was fun yeah uh so i am working through a company uh that actually does like hotels like collaborations with influencers so i wanted to just i had been wanting to do it for a long time but covid happened they closed so many hotels then the hotel weren't accepting it it was just so much like going on because i remember how the platform was before so anyways Yeah, I had this experience at this hotel called Art House. Um, It's a pretty decent location. I just have to say, I have nothing against the location. I just don't like the location that much. Like, it's a cool, I mean, hmm, cool place. And that's, like, too much. (laughs) It's a chill place. Like, it's definitely chill, peaceful. Uh, I just don't love it. Like, I don't know what's it about. It's definitely, like, older generation. That is for sure. Um, I just feel like no one my age will be there or would be hanging around there I guess maybe they would I don't know but I feel like they would not be they will not be willingly to be there unless they just don't know the area then they are there so I mean it's not bad like there's downstairs there's restaurant Serafina it's Italian restaurant and there's Red Farm which is Chinese restaurant again connected to the hotel so it was pretty cool experience but something to say is that like again not a bad experience at all maybe I'm just being too picky but I feel like this is rated as four stars. So for me, I just didn't get that four star experience. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you are either at the four or five star hotel, you ex- you want certain kind of experience. I just didn't get that. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, the lobby was amazing. Like, it's so cute. Like, the there's like this nook area. Like, there's the coffee shop area. Like, it's really cute. And the room is not bad at all. Like, there's great lighting. Um, Spacious-ish, I would say. Not bad. But there was, like, no fridge in the room. Again, not a bad thing. Like, not 
deal breaker, but again, four star. Mm, um, I don't know. It's just like there are certain things I'm just like, oh, like is it just not there? And the bathroom was just like small, actually, like very small, like comparing to what I would expect. Like it was like not like four star. Then <laughs> my boyfriend was like, Mers, you have to consider this is four star in New York City so that just kind of hit me and I feel like this is what I want to say it in here that I feel like sometimes uh, for what your money worth you don't get the same experience in everywhere and I can say this like not just from this experience but also from our other experience that we were at in Hawaii like the place we stayed in, because we stayed in like two places in Hawaii. One was in Big Island. So the, again, that wasn't like the most expensive hotel. I think that was like three star, but it did feel okay. Like it, it literally just felt like three star. I feel like it wasn't like anything more or anything less. It was definitely like that. Like it wasn't spectacular, but it wasn't also terrible. Like it was just what you would expect from three star. But when we get to this, I think that was five-star hotel in Hawaii, Honolulu. It's called Pink Palace Royal Hawaiian. Yeah, Pink Palace Royal Hawaiian. I mean, super cute, pink and everything. Cute, cute. But I don't know. It was just old. Like, everything was so old. That just didn't make me feel. I'm like, it's five-star, but it's this old. It's like, you would think they would fix it, you know, right? Like, it just... Like, I feel like, especially not even just that, but I feel like even the service that they were trying to give us, it was not five star. So again, I feel like that just really depends on the experience. So I'm just just here to tell you guys, like, uh, I feel like I am that kind of person that like when I see five star or four star, I'm just like, okay, it's going to be good experience. But I'm just here. I just want to warn you guys that like, don't always fall for that trap. Sometimes looks or just uh, what they're trying to tell you can be very different than what you're going to expect. So definitely check out the reviews. I feel like that's why the reviews exist. Or just like look at more pictures and everything just to see what is going on. Because like even at this hotel we were at, like again, like nothing against this hotel because like it wasn't bad at all. I feel like if you're just staying for a couple of days, not bad. But I'm just saying this from an experience that, like, I am trying to sell this place so people can book it, right? So you would think I would have much better experience. Just saying. Again, I'm not God. But just saying that, like, you would expect they would do much better experience, at least for me. But, like, rooftop was closed. But, again, such a weird thing. is like, I thought first it was closed because of COVID. But, like, it's only open for certain events. Like, I guess it was open the day we checked in, but, like, on Saturday it wasn't open, which is, like, so weird. Like, I feel like most people would expect rooftop to be open, especially in New York City, where someone, like, most of, most people don't have access to rooftops or terrace. Like, people want to experience that, and maybe people book that hotel because of terrace or rooftop. Like, I'm being serious. Like, the whole reason I wanted to even work with this hotel, because they were advertising on their, like, listing for on the app that I was working with, terrace so i was like okay i want to check it out and i could take pictures and stuff so i mean like again not bad not terrible but just disappointing you see my point i feel like if i am a person that like, i am paying customer and i don't have access to terrace on rooftop but it was advertised that it was 
that's disappointing. That's like I would want my money back or I would want some of it back or I would want some different experience. You know what I mean? So I feel like uh, amenities is something that big for hotels. And if you're paying um, not a lot, but like if you're paying more money for like four star and stuff, you would expect something more. So just trying to put it out there that like you guys be careful when you're booking a trip anything this doesn't come to just hotels but like any other experience to just like flights too sometimes you just really need to be careful um because sometimes the money you're paying for is not always equal to luxury or better experience okay let's move on to branding okay so speaking of branding I think there are multiple things that we need to talk about when it comes to branding. I think first thing I want to mention, this is something a lot of people talk about. And uh, again, I think this could be an episode that's just on its own because it's so big. But I think it just ties to ties to branding or I mean, why I'm saying branding, branding. <laughs> so branding uh, because there are so many products out there and almost same products. Again, the inside of it might be slightly different, but most of it is essentially the same. Like water, we buy so many water brands. Bread, we buy so many bread brands. Uh, underwear, we buy. Clothing, we buy. So many of them could be similar, but like clothing is something that, that could be slightly different, but there are so many similar replicas that you can find. So at the end of the day, most of the products is ties to be like end of the same thing. Again. I'm generalizing. I'm not trying to say like, oh my God, it is exactly the same. But what I'm trying to say is like, physically it is, but this is where the branding comes in. The way that company brands itself, uh, that's how it, they essentially like differentiate themselves from their competitors or from everyone else in the market. Doesn't matter if they're direct competitors or just any other business that how they differentiate themselves and how they you know, how they seem so different. So that's what we're going to talk about. But I think one thing I need to clarify, this is something a lot of people ask, and I feel like this might be something that graphic designers can relate a lot. Branding is not just logo. Although logo is a big part of it. Like, I feel like, yes, your logo is the first thing that people see or are going to see, especially if when you're new brand and you don't have much content, the first thing you're going to post is going to be your logo. So obviously that is important, but not as important as you think, because logo is just part of your branding, not everything. So there's more things that's attached to your branding that you need to think about. So first thing is just like essentially the aesthetics. And aesthetics could be a lot of things um, I wanted to mention is that like, again, logo, color, font, design, website. There's even this thing. Uh, that's why I admire like brands that they do that. They even have branding, brand design or, or brand book, something like that. They have branding like they have uh, essentially this like PDF document that they make. That's all about the brand like all about the brand's colors or brand guide. I think that's what it's called, yeah, brand guide. So essentially, sometimes even whenever you are an affiliate or you're partnering with a brand, uh, brands generally send you their guide, like branding guide. So they, they make sure that you don't say something that doesn't reflect on their brand or that maybe seems off. Like even, like I can say this for podcasts, like very similar example. 
because you know i am on my po- this podcast is on apple podcast spotify and many other places right spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio, they all have this assets that they send it to most podcasters so we can advertise that on our website and stuff right that but in there it always shows that like don't crop the logo or don't do this you can use this exact thing but you cannot color it or you cannot do this because it's their branding they want to stay true to their brand again this is just one aspect of branding which is like like aesthetics like aesthetics are so important because that's what uh people recognize a brand from that's why you have to kind of sometimes stick to that brand branding i guess or aesthetic so people recognize you for who you are because if you keep changing your brand a lot like sometimes i feel like it's kind of fun but sometimes all i think is like when you change it too much people won't recognize like won't recognize or people won't even remember you like a couple things Again, these are old brands, so again, it could be different for everyone, but I just admire the brands that are like kind of stick to the same thing, at least one thing that is their core belief or core aesthetic, then rest of it, they kind of like altered and changed. Like Tiffany and Co, right? For the most part, I feel like they have stayed the same, like uh, their font, you know, it's the same font, uh, most mostly, yeah. But main thing that they stick with is the color. That turquoise blue color is literally like Tiffany. Like I feel like wherever you see that color, even it might not have anything to do with Tiffany, I feel like that automatically strikes that in your head. You're like, oh, that's Tiffany blue. Like sometimes even people don't even say turquoise blue. They would say Tiffany blue. Because that's what people remember it from. Because it's such a global brand. It's such known that that's what they uh, recognize from. Or there's another one like Nike swoosh. You know that swoosh logo. I think it's so common that like Nike doesn't even have to use their name anymore. Whenever you see the swoosh, that swoosh logo, you know it's Nike. Like you know it's Nike. Like it's not going to be another brand. Or just do it. That slogan. You know it's going to be Nike. You know it is because it's so like, I mean, not even the just wording, it's so powerful, but I feel like the way that they have embedded this into their branding, they have used it on on almost every commercial or every, I don't know, like social media posts and stuff like that, or advertising that it's kind of like, it's been memorized in people's head that they're like, okay, this is what it is. A couple more examples because I want to make sure. Uh, everyone understands this or mcdonald's like that m logo it's such a unique m that um it is like very known even if you see this on the highway you know it is mcdonald's you don't even have to like look at it read it you know it is mcdonald's or even like the background is like the setting might look different, but you know it's McDonald's. And lastly is Coca-Cola. I think these are uh, Coca-Cola is such a big brand. And that red and that logo is like sometimes even that specific red because it's not even like, uh, like diff- this is like different shade of red. Like it's that like really, really saturated, but really popping red because I feel like sometimes people don't realize like there are shades of like that color. I feel like we don't sometimes pay attention, but maybe designers pay attention too much. Uh, 
so like that shade of color, you know it is uh, like Coca-Cola. There's so many <laughs> shades of red, you know, when it's like darker red, obviously most people are going to think it's Louboutin, you know, because that Louboutin red in the shoes, you know, you know, it's Louboutin. But if it is red, like really bright, uh, like this uh, really, you know, like saturated red, you know, it's Coca-Cola. So because it's just, it's that like a uh, hue that they use. So I'm just saying these brands are so popular for their branding. And 9 out of 10, they don't even sell the product directly, but they're selling their brands. So that's why I think branding is so important. But I was just using these examples uh, as just like, because they are doing such a great job aesthetically uh, to show their branding. And I think that's so important because that's how people are uh, remember them. Second thing, uh, which some brands I feel like do follow and some brands are still getting used to it. This is more about the way you pre- they present like you present yourself as a brand or as a business but that's your branding the pictures that you take or pictures that you use or that the way you portray yourself on social media and uh, the way you respond to people these are so so important this might seem so small but I feel like branding is such a big thing that all of it has to come together and make sense on its own. Like that's why even in these branding books, most of the time people think that branding is all about colors and aesthetics. Uh, yes, it's a part of it, but there's also more to it. The way you say things as a brand, that's what matters. Like biggest biggest example of this is that um, Chick-fil-A. I think at Chick-fil-A, uh, they, they have to say my pleasure. They, I don't think they can say thank you. They have to say my pleasure. Something like that. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know for sure that they, they don't say thank you. They have to say something else. But again, that's their branding and that's what makes them so special. Or they're always closed on Sunday. That is their branding. They do it on purpose because that's what makes them so, so special. So I, I just think that like sometimes like we don't like think about it so deeply and I have to be very honest before even I like got into like not even my own business but like before I even uh before I started like studying about business I didn't even pay attention to these things like I knew about it but I never like thought so deeply about it I'm just like why I mean they just close on Sunday because some traditional thing but I never thought like there was like something uh, so deeply that they were thinking about. And I think those are the things that that matters a lot. Or there are the times that like people post like um, pictures on social media. I mean, people, I mean, like brands, they're so specific. Like there is this one brand. This is very random, but I think it's like an underwear brand, Charlie. Like they have like every picture they post on Instagram, it has this black frame. Again, li- seem to be aesthetic, but they also use the same, like uh, the way that they phrase it in the sentence. It's very similar. See this person or see this thing in our, this color or see this thing in this new format or see our briefs in this color, this person wearing. All the time, they pretty much say the same sentence and slightly change it. But because, and that's what makes it so important because people are like, they get so used to it. I feel like you as a, like as a marketer, but also as a 
owner of your company, you really have to think deeply about these so that you make sure everything is the way you want it to be. And other thing is that like the way you essentially portray yourself on social media, um, not even just like, um, you know, like pictures and one thing, but other thing is like the way you respond to your customers and stuff. That is so important because that little thing that you would say maybe hi love or hi cutie or hi sweets or hi some like those things are so important because that's 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 what that's that's what's gonna make you so different like another example i have noticed this a lot like i don't like this brand at all but like i feel like their branding is so cute uh it's called sugar bear hair it is probably endorsed by like kardashians Again, I don't think it's it works. I think it's it's like product itself. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> but and I never work with them, so I have nothing. Like I don't think they're ever gonna sponsor me at one point because I'm not even their demo. They're definitely targeting women. So again, not me. But so <laughs> it's called Sugar Bear Hair, and the way they they like whenever you respond to them or you DM them, they would be like, "Hi, love," or. Hi, sweetie. I don't know. They would be. They would say something so cute. Uh, and again, I feel like whenever you respond to people like that, I mean, they would love it. Like, who doesn't want to be called sweetheart, or who doesn't want to be called love, lovely, or love? Like, that's something so sweet. So I think, and and they refer it like that. Again, there's also more to their branding. Again, but that's that's how they define themselves like they define themselves kind of funky or fun cute and that's what you need to define yourself sometimes like you have to make that so clear in your guidebook like a couple times when i work with brands on top of their brand guide these in their like in the brand guide actually they say like oh our brand is professional fun but still cool or this so you have to in that way so they want you to make sure you know how you can make the content. Like with some brands, I know I can make it really funny or I can make it really fun or like somewhat not serious because I know that's what their branding is all about. They are funny. Uh, Like one time I think I made this video for manscaped.com. Again, I love this brand. And I think it was a funny video. And I personally didn't think that like they would accept that video because it was kind of funny. And most brands, honestly, not going to lie. When you try to make something so creative and funny, they're just like, oh, can you change it? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Again, it, mostly because like they're never clear with their branding. But Manscaped was like, oh, my God, this is so cute. So fun. Love it. So because their brand is so quirky and so fun, like so cute. Cute, I mean. So sexy in a way. Yeah, definitely sexy. But it's also like very fun. Like it's funny. They're not like just like oh buy this trimmer bro or like buy this like they're very like oh like i just had like i had to shave my balls because this happened or like oh my god have you seen that bush like it's very funny you know and that's what their uh, brand is about like that's why you have to pay attention sometimes like what this brand is saying like (laughs) Like, there's another example I'm going to say. I'm just so passionate about this one because I feel like people don't pay attention to this enough. Like, Geico. It's like a car insurance, right? Like, it's so something so boring. Like, come on. Like, I'm not going to give a shit about car insurance. But, you know, the way they advertise themselves and with that... Is it a lizard or frog? <laughs> I 
it's it's not a frog, but it's a lizard, right? Was that a lizard or whatever? Uh, it's so funny. They make it like so funny that like maybe I don't need car insurance, but I might go to their website. Just saying, because of the branding. So I feel like messaging is so important part of your branding. Color, logo is one thing, but the way you say the message, that's gonna hit so different. Okay, number three. The people you want as a customer, that is also part of your brand. Like, there could be some people that are going to be your customers, but it's most likely going to be customers that are one time because they probably buy the product. Then they're like, mm, I kind of don't like it. You know, it's like, bye over. And that is okay. You know, you kind of have to accept that you're like, well, they weren't going to be my long-term customers anyways, because final goal, well, actually not final goal, but like initial, like, I mean, the goal for most businesses is that like you will have a customer that is long-term like customer value, long-term customer value is more important than short-term. Like, yeah, you might get like one big purchase one time, but you need to care as a business, you need to care more about longevity of your business. So that's why sometimes like you know when some people are talking about it or when they're like commenting Sometimes deep down, you know that they're not going to be the customers or they are the customers you're looking for. Because at the end of the day, not even at the end, actually, in the beginning, before you build your business, you always make a persona. And that could be part of your business plan, but that is also part of your um, branding. It is because your branding is is going to attract certain people and you know who are those who are those going to be, you know, uh, because that persona is going to be, I don't know, maybe some, maybe it's going to be men or it's going to be women or it's going to be both. Maybe it's going to be Gen Z or it's going to be millennial or it's going to be older generation. It's going to be someone who's vegan or it's going to be someone who's on their phone all the time. It's going to be someone who's obsessed with working out or it's going to be someone who's chill. It's going to be someone maybe who likes just like, uh, going on social media or, who likes uh, certain brands that they work with, I mean, certain brands that they shop at with, that's so important. Like you don't realize, like there's something I want to mention in here because it's so like relates to what we are saying. Actually, there's some data, again, not a lot of data that I can see from my followers that some brands or some agencies provide for me. Is that like, like a lot of people who follow me are also the people who like Starbucks, who like to go to movies or who like to go to, um, I don't know, AMC or stuff like that, or who uh, book very, who book frequent travels at Delta, um, who, uh, I don't know, likes uh, going to road trips, who likes cars, um, what else? Who likes Abercrombie, uh, who likes Urban Outfitters, there's definitely big Urban Outfitters, who likes Gymshark. Again, these are some of the things that is essentially associated with my brand. I didn't know about this. I had no idea. But the times are like the way that you brand yourself. That's why some brands are going to also match with you too. It's not going to be exactly the same, but I'm just saying like there's there's no way that you're only going to have the customer that only shops with you, you know. 
they probably have multiple interests and they're going to go to multiple places. So I'm just saying that like, that's why you sometimes you have to think about it. It's like, oh, this person, yeah, likes this, 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 but also goes to Starbucks. Oh, that means you're targeting someone who's going to Starbucks. That doesn't mean that you are making coffee. That means that like the people who go to Starbucks are specific people. Think about this. People who go to Starbucks, nine out of 10, they're not going to Starbucks because of the coffee. Rarely they go to because of coffee. They go because they like the aesthetic of Starbucks. They like they know what they're going to expect because nine out of ten most Starbucks they taste exactly the same. Like you know the repetition that you're going to get. And out of the time, sometimes like there's very specific uh, the blend of drink that you're expecting that you're going to get. Or the packaging and everything. Because some, let's be honest, some coffee shops that you go to, the packaging sucks and it spills all over. Starbucks is durable and you you know what you're going to get. Like, it's not, like, it's it's very predictable. Example. But there are also the people who go to Starbucks, they are willing to pay extra dollar for coffee. Which means they're the type of people who are also going to shop at Urban Outfitters. The same type of people who are going to maybe go to some designer places, maybe not a lot, but some designer. You know why? Because they're spending a lot of money at Starbucks or Target. Like, you know they're going to spend it. They might not have the money. That doesn't mean that they have the money, but that just means that they are willing to pay for it. Um, and that, that those are not the same people who go to Dunkin' Donuts. Again, that might be changing a little bit because Dunkin' is rebranding themselves a lot because of Charlie. Um, but just an example. So I'm just saying there's a lot of uh, passes that cross by. Like your customer comes from another business. And you can definitely associate with that. And that's how you can make your persona and your brand. Okay. Another thing. As a brand... The way that you message, the way that you put colors and everything, you have to think about how it is going to make them feel. Like, what is that feeling that person is going to get from the brand or from the from the business? It mostly comes from the brand because business itself doesn't do much because, I mean, yeah, like I can wear socks or I can wear clothing or I can wear... I can eat uh, food or I can drink coffee, right? But you never, I mean, sometimes you're like, oh, coffee was great and stuff. But nine out of 10, you're always like, oh my God, they treated me so nice. Or they were like this, or they put this message in there because and that's how they made you feel. Because you most of the time remember how they made you feel versus how the actual thing was. Because we are, we are human, we are emotional uh people we are very emotional although we don't want to accept it but we are very emotional and we most of the time when we talk about certain things we talk about our emotions because that's how it made us feel and that's why it's so important the way that we made uh we make our customers feels that is part of our branding like when you go to i don't know when you go to target i feel like the vibe is there is always so chill and so fun i just love it Again, I might not shop there. Again, I don't even shop there that much. Uh, I don't because it's also not even close to me. But I feel so happy there. Like, it's so fun and chill. And in comparison to Walmart. Again, I have nothing against Walmart. But when you go to Walmart, there's this depressing vibe I get from it. Um, Like, I have nothing against it. Like, I have nothing. I think it's a great business. And they have also doing so much more. I feel like one day they're going to pass Amazon another story but I'm just saying like 
then you walk in it though the vibe that you're getting is like like you want to leave like it's definitely like the not that great vibe but that is part of their branding you know like that is part of their branding or another store you walk in like i don't know Nemo Marcus, or if you just walk into Hudson Yards, that is luxury. Like, you automatically, it's like, oh my god, you feel like you're in that place. Even, like, I feel like because it's so luxury in a certain way, you almost automatically, like, oh my, how do I look? How, how am I, like, do I smell good? Like, or whatever. Like, I feel because it's so luxury a place that, like, you... You, you're going to care how you're going to look and how you're going to be presented. That's why it's so important. Like That's why like these luxury brands are so big when it comes to branding and the way they message themselves. Like Hermes, like the Birkin bag that they have, it is so unique. But that's why it's so important. They're making it so unique that it's not going to be available for any everyone, that people really wanting to push it so they can get their Birkin. That is their branding. Yeah, they know they're going to, they're losing money, but they're like, mm, that is our brand. Like some brands even, they, they would literally pay you to not wear their brand. I think <laughs> this is so funny. Like I just, hilarious to me. But again, this will only happen from luxury brands because they care so much about their image. Like Prada, I think a couple times, uh, like I think Kardashians wore Prada and Prada was literally like, we would pay we would send you a check just take them off like we don't want to ever see it because they don't want to be associated with Prada it's just again very different because they don't want to be I think their market is not passing by and Prada is such a prestigious brand they don't want to be associated with them so it's very important so I feel like we never think so deeply about these but when you look at it from the surface you can never know but when you look back or like when you dig deep you're like Wow, it makes so much sense. Okay, lastly, uh, this is just going to cover it overall. Branding is more than the product itself. I think uh, I have mentioned this in the beginning a little bit. There are so many products out there, so many same products out there. Yeah, from the like quality, I feel like there's so much uh, you can add to the product. You can make different features. You can make, I don't know, different colors or whatever but nine out of ten people buy the product because of the branding because the way that they uh it's presented the, the way that it made them feel they feel more connected to the brand either it's because like they want to be look like certain certain person or they want to belong somewhere or they want to feel a certain way uh, because i think branding is so connected to our emotions and although we don't want to accept it, again, I don't think most of us want to accept this, especially men, I feel like. Uh, I'm just saying this from my experience, but I just know this. That, like, we make decisions, like, when we buy things uh, out of, like, emotion. Yeah, like, there's there might be a time that we might actually need pants or we might actually need socks, but we even choose that specific socks or specific shorts because we are like, oh, I like that cute uh, look or cute aesthetic that they made. I really 
like I, I really resonate with that like that color or that pink that hue or like the way that they packaged it I resonate with that I admire that I would pay for that packaging like sometimes people pay extra for that packaging because they're like I want to be I want to get that special treatment like there is a time this is gonna conclude it with that like Kardashian she was doing like you know KKW fragrance right and she had this uh, PR packaging that was like a chocolate and you had to break the heart to get the fragrance. Yeah, I mean, fragrance is great and people have, I'm sure you can buy even better fragrances anywhere. But the way that uh, Kim Kardashian branded herself, I mean, that like fragrance, people were like, I am willing to pay that <laughs> to get that PR packaging. Because sometimes the presentation or the way it made them feel is more important than the product itself because I think business is more out of, most of the times actually about the experience and the emotion that gives versus the product itself. All right, guys. So that was the episode for today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys. Bye.